Ladies and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to All Saints Coffee Chats. Hi everyone, glad you're with us. Um, I'm Chelsea Colon, joined by... I'm Andrew Darling, and this week our very special guest is Miss Lo Shubilski. Hello. Did I say that right? Is yeah. That, okay, yeah. Good. <laughs> that was really impressive. People oh, don't usually okay. say that. I had I to guess spell it like twice on the promos, so I yeah. but Glad but. you're here with us. Um, we will be chatting a little bit. Um, if you have questions for um, Andrew or myself or for Lo, you can put them there in the comment section. Um, I see we have a few folks that have jumped on. Um, go ahead and share this post. Share it with some friends who may want to join in as well. Um, we would be grateful for you passing it along um, on your Facebook feed. So how are things on this uh, sunny Thursday for you? They're going pretty good. I got coffee, so I can't really complain. So what kind of coffee are you drinking? Our folks <laughs> out there often ask what our coffee of the day is. Um, pecan something. Pecan praline. We're converting <laughs> her to community coffee slowly. Yeah. I mean, this is actually technically my second cup of the day. I already had one this morning. No shame. Um, made some cold brew. Yes. It's, it's hot in Texas. But I'm not biased to coffee. I don't <laughs> drink anything. I yeah. everything. <laughs> what are you drinking today, Andrew? Um, I don't even know. I just got whatever was next on <laughs> Whatever <that>. was next. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. I got I a little house blend fun. of community coffee. Um, oh. It's my new... Uh, I had the cafe special one for a while, and then I found the house blend. And, um, You're a fan? I'm definitely a fan. Um, but any community coffee is uh, it's a good day when community coffee is in the house. It's a good day when there's coffee in general. That's that's true. It just makes everything better. Yes. I agree. It like just I don't know. Wakes like up my a, soul. A warm little hug. <laughs> it's very much it. Very much it. For your heart. For your heart. We know you're there, Catherine. We are grateful always for our one of our many faithful followers. I know there's many of you out there. Um, if you are watching us. Um, Facebook doesn't allow us to see who's watching, um, but if you want to put a hello or good morning or something of the sort in the in the comment section, we'd be grateful for that, and we'll give you a little shout out. Um, but you have to place it there, or we don't know that you're there. Um, but again, glad you're with us. So, Lo, thanks for joining us this week. Yeah, we're glad you're here. So, you're saying so you're new here. Obviously, yes. we know that. But uh, yes. how how new are you? Here? Um, I think it's been like a month. <laughs> okay. I don't actually remember when I started. I think it was last month. It was sometime in July. But I've really only been here two full weeks because I went back to Wisconsin, which is where I'm originally from, for a couple of days. Then I visited a friend in Colorado for a couple of days. So finally getting the hang of things. Like getting into routine. Time, yeah. yeah, stuff under my belt. Um, I love it here, even though I get lost. <laughs> yeah, you made it up here. Made it up here fine. Yeah. So you're the, the your title right? The communications assistant. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what all again in the last couple of weeks? Uh, yeah. What all does that entail? Um. So mainly I've been working on the bulletin. So I'm the person who does uh, the organizing of all of the promo material in there, making sure that um, we have the right dates on it, um, all of the correct information for stuff that's upcoming that week or like that month. Um, been creating all the graphics for social media, putting up posts for that, um, trying to make there be more posts on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, um, making sure that everyone knows what's going on um, in the parish, but then also um, adding like a saint of the week every week, um, doing a psalm that's either from Sunday Mass or um, daily Mass, just to continue to cultivate and help the faith lives of everyone who follows along. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I guess love creating things, especially when it's for, you know, our faith, because I love being Catholic, so. Yes. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of the saints, do you have a favorite one? I do. She's not technically a saint yet. She's a blessed. Okay. Um, blessed Chiara. Uh, she died when she was 19, so she was a young one, but she um, developed some sort of bone cancer um, and through it all she gets through all of her sufferings was 
um, just offering it up for Christ. And her main phrase was, um, if Jesus wants it, I want it too. Um, so she just inspires me to like live that in my daily life. Um, also, she was an athlete and in all of her athletic abilities, continuing to um, praise God through all of it. Um, I was an athlete in high school and college, so totally relate to that. I just think she's like super cool. Like she was 19 and like loved God so much. <laughs> I could only aspire. Yeah. I, I feel like Blessed Kiara keeps showing up in my life lately that I need to just go do some more research and like read up on her. Yeah. Um, like, I'm just super inspired by her. Yeah. Um, but I think she's starting to, like, follow me around. I'm like, all right, I need to go figure out who this... <laughs> I need to go learn more about her. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Um, so what did you... What sports were you in? I was a runner. Okay. I did cross country and track um, in high school, all four years. And then in college, I did my last two years of cross country. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love to run. Not many people can say that. Um but I do that to like relieve stress and mm -hmm. um, be in nature. Uh, I like to challenge myself in that way, I guess. Cause it's kind of a team sport cause you compete together, mm -hmm. but it's also individual cause you're racing your, against your previous time, mm -hmm. I guess. So. That's awesome. Now I have asthma, so it makes it slightly more complicated. Yeah. Just a little bit. So. Breathing is important. Breathing is important. <laughs> <laughs> well, another question we always like to ask is, do you have a favorite scripture verse? Yes, I have. Uh, that's actually a hard question. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite one today? <laughs> um, my favorite one that I've just like been holding on to since high school um, is Psalm 42. Um, the whole psalm in general is uh, as a deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you. Um, and just remembering to strive to thirst to be close to Christ in everything that I do, um, whether that's working here at the church or running. Or I guess like living my life, um, just always desiring to be close to Christ, and remember to go to the cross, and just let Him love me, so I can love others. That's awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't say I like a specific part of that song. I think the whole song is really beautiful. I also really like deer, so that also helps. Yeah, no, that's, that, that works out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks, Chelsea. Do you have any? Particularly, I actually didn't ask about the saints either, but how many That's okay. new uh, scriptures of the week? Scriptures of the week. Um, I spend lots of time on the upcoming Sunday readings, um, and especially more since we've started our Bible study back um, with the high school students. Um, but one of the ones this week, um, I guess, is the second reading from... Um, Romans chapter 12, and I'm probably going to just butcher it because I'm a good Catholic who doesn't fully know my scripture. Um, it's okay. Or hasn't honest. completely memorized it. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Now I'm just blinking. <laughs> Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Oh, my goodness. Totally blinking. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, but essentially, I'm going to just paraphrase because okay. I'm not even, I'm failing to try to quote at this point. Yeah. Um, but essentially not being conformed to this world, but being transformed, um, like being transformed in your mind. And like, and we just really had this great conversation with our young people of what does that really mean? And I, I think one of the points of just transforming ourselves of like allowing us to um, aligning with God's will over ours um, and just being like, okay, this is what you want, but not allowing like the craziness of the world to really conform us to that and like yeah. being in the world, but not of the world. Yeah. That's so true. I think looking at the saints' lives is like such an inspiration yeah. of like how they lived in the world, but they still had their eyes set on heaven and yeah. like striving for that holiness and sainthood always. Yeah. There's so many saints that you can look at for that. Yeah. Like, Actually, St. Teresa of Calcutta, her birthday was yesterday. Yes. Um, and she very much reminds me of that, of, like, especially in this time of kind of quarantine and, like, we get so caught up in, like, the darkness of the world, and she just very much lived in that. Yeah. And, like, they talk about, like, the darkness of her soul. And, yeah. Like, like the time the... she spent in desola desolation. Yeah. Um, but she just continued to, like, pursue the Lord and, like, 
pursue his will that like she, it was like she wasn't worried that he wasn't there or she didn't steal she knew he was there but she mm-hmm. didn't really feel like her his presence was you know it was like hey you're ignoring me kind of thing yeah. um but just continue to seek um his will in her life she was like all right you know this is it um so just grateful for her and her witness to um to the faith and like living living through yeah. that like all that joy that she had and she didn't really spiritually feel anything yeah no. wow. what a, literally what a saint yeah actually <laughs> yeah actually literally <laughs> Do you have any favorite scriptures verses? I know we kind of... Yeah. The, I'm sorry, the only thing that I can... That I'm, like, honing in on right now is another... It's from the first reading for Sunday. Um, begins... It's from Jeremiah. You duped me, O Lord. And I let myself be duped. Uh, just because that's that's awesome. Um, <laughs> and we, we actually had a really good conversation about it yesterday in some of the ways that that's... That's a really good explanation of the spiritual life in a lot of, a lot of different times and yeah. things like that. But it's also just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Jeremiah. Good, good choice of words. Yeah. Um, He's got some good words. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of words, um, this, that works. Uh, speaking of words, <laughs> if you are out there and you have any questions for us, uh, feel free to send those <laughs> that in. That does work. Those are, they're usually <laughs> made of words. Um, those are usually <laughs> made of words. That's, I, I hope so. Um, <laughs> feel free to send those in to us via like, comments on either uh, YouTube or Facebook or wherever else you are. Uh, and we'll try and do our best to answer those. If you have questions for Lo or for all of us or any of us, um, feel free to send those in. Do you have a family member? Um, September? That's my mom. Hi, mom. Yay. Okay. Well, (laughs) we, um, thank you for sharing this with us. Do not conform yourselves to the sage, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Yes. The one that I could not manage to, um, that I quickly paraphrased. Um, so thank you for that. Wow. Thank you for that. Um, hi, Stacy. Um, glad you're with us to Sarah Corsi. <gasps> Sarah, I love you. <laughs> this is so fun. Um, wow, I love this. Is Sarah cool. says, I love you, Lo. Um, of course, Catherine's with us. Who else is on here? Um, hi, Tracy. Thanks for joining us again. And she's Tracy says, um, hello and welcome to All Saints. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Buddy, you guys, this is um, what it's like every week. Like, yeah. people just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we talk about how rude Hurricane Laura is being? Um, yes, Catherine. Hurricane Laura is being very rude to the Gulf South, um, my homeland. Um, thankfully, my family is not in West Louisiana. Um, but lots of prayers to the people of Western Louisiana, um, Eastern Texas. Um, yeah, it's just. It's crazy how um, the destruction, and um, I think that is still kind of occurring this morning um, in that part of the state. So lots of prayers for those people as they um, get through the storm and um, are just in the days to come in dealing with all of the devastation of that area. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been interesting to watch. Um, I think most of Baton Rouge has been been okay, which is where I'm from. Um, They've gotten some winds and stuff this morning, wind and rain. Um, but I think it was quickly, quickly all through. This is our other. Oh, yeah. Keep me track of all the various accidental <laughs> Keeping them all through. So while we've got other questions coming in, you so you said you're from Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. So how did you end up? Here. <laughs> um, uh, so I went to school at Franciscan. I graduated in 2017 okay. and um, didn't really have anything super set up after graduation. I um, decided after some friends encouraged me to apply to be a counselor at the Pines Catholic Camp in East Texas. Um, so I graduated two weeks later, moved out to Texas, was a camp counselor. Um, Three weeks in, I felt Jesus calling me to stay out there as a missionary. Um, so I lived there for a full year doing retreats and um, environmental education for the Diocese of Tyler, Dallas, and some of Fort Worth, I think. Um, loved it, stayed another summer. Um, moved to Fort Worth last year, 
and then um, went back last summer, did communication stuff, um, which is kind of how I ended up here um, doing communications because I figured out that that was something I love to do. Um, promote the faith through media, um, show how beautiful it is, and uh, yeah, so now Dallas is kind of my home. But I kind of, I don't know, I'm still like getting used to Texas, even though I've been here for three years. I like have my Texas license, I have my Texas plates, I have an apartment, so like I'm like slowly becoming more of a Texan. I say y'all, that wasn't a thing nice. I said okay. before. Um, <laughs> yes, she's converting over to the South. <laughs> um, I still say some things that are like very Milwaukeean. Um, what are some of those things? Uh, first off, saying the city itself, it's spelled with an L. It's not Milwaukee. That's like outsider talk. Okay. Um, if you're a local, it kind of sounds like a W because Polish. So okay. it's Milwaukee. So oh. Milwaukee like that. Um, the classic one uh, is instead of a water fountain, it's a bubbler. So I fill up my water bottle at the bubbler. 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 Like mm-hmm. my water comes out of it. That bubbler. Bubbler. Like mm-hmm. my water comes out of it. That. Um, I've kind of lost some of my accent slightly it comes out sometimes but like the classic nasally with instead of saying bag 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 bagel uh, flag tag those kind of things yeah Um, but I'm (laughs) losing it (laughs) I've been away too long but it's okay I love Texas (laughs) do you like jump right back into the accent when you go home a little bit because I'm like surrounded by my parents and right. my sisters and the rest of my family so I guess kind of but also then it's like a, a mixture of like Texas and Wisconsin yeah because like I'll throw a y'all in there but then I'll be like you guys or I'll be like oh just gotta sneak past you like classic Midwestern talk yeah, yeah. so just like a modge podge of different areas of the country. <laughs> right. Yeah. Getting some, some interesting questions from next other members of our staff. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. I went to go see some of my family up in upstate New York last okay. week, and every time I said y'all, I just sort of like, oh no. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> now they know. <laughs> they know I'm from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I have to stop it. So as yeah. soon as I came back, it was just all over the place. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Got other questions coming here. We've, um, I suppose this is related to Wisconsin being the cheese state. Yes. Um, so the question was, do you like cheddar cheese on your apple pie? Okay. So here's the standard question. <laughs> I can't eat cheese. I'm from the dairy state, and I am lactose intolerant. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic, um, but I didn't find out until I was in like middle school, so I could have cheese. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I think it's like in one of the ethnicities that's represented in Milwaukee. That's like a thing that you do. Um, you put cheddar cheese on apple pie. Yeah, but I like apple pie separately from my cheese. <laughs> do you like ice cream with your apple pie? Uh, when I could have ice cream, yes, I did. I like vanilla ice cream, maybe with like a little like cinnamon on it. Ooh. When so it's like a warm slice of apple pie with the ice cream that melts on it. So I'm going to say something very un-American. Oh no. <laughs> very un-Texan. Boo. But I don't like apple pie. Boo. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, so I have an issue with te- textures. Um, oh, I'm okay, revealing my sense. secrets. Um, <laughs> and so the thought of cooked apples. Okay. Are you like that with like all cooked fruits so like pears and peaches okay i have a friend who's like that too like i can do strawberry pie interesting because the textures because the texture's okay and usually they like mix the strawberries with some kind of like jelly or something of that sort you know and then they're okay probably because they're coated in sugar um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like anything like that but like apple pie or peach pie or pick you know anything or pecan pie what about, pecan pie's eh. What about like a praline pie? That's kind of okay. Okay. Like pecan pie. See me, me. 
Depends on the texture. Okay. It all depends on the texture. Okay. But pecan praline coffee is just fine. Okay. No. No. I, no. I don't drink that. Oh. Well, she. Okay. It was. <laughs> <laughs> coffee used to have like the right sweetness, so now I just okay. drink my coffee black, and okay. so I don't know. It's weird. Did you used to put stuff in your coffee? Yeah, I used to, and then like two years ago, I stopped. I just started drinking it black, and I've I've always been a black coffee drinker. You know, I used to put like sugar and creamer, and I wasn't one of those that like doused my coffee okay. in like sugar and creamer. Like I was drinking the coffee for the creamer kind of person. Okay. Um, so you weren't drinking like essentially like coffee flavored creamer. Correct. Okay. Um, no, it was just like a little bit of like a little you know dash of creamer with like a Splenda in it or kind of thing. Okay. Um, and then I just was like, eh, I don't need all that. Yeah. And so I just went to black coffee. It took a little bit of adjustment, but now I'm like team black coffee. Yes. Like, why not? I love black coffee. Um, there's also other ways to consume sugar besides my coffee. Oh, that's so true. Um, there, there are, there, I can count all the ways. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about your family, um, up, you know, up north, did you grow up in a Catholic family or... Yeah, um, I went to Catholic grade school okay. um, through middle school, then went to public, did public high school, um, but I grew up going to church on every Sunday. Um, then during Holy Week, we would go to all those masses. Um, we do Ash Wednesday. Uh, we were uh, the Easter Vigil and like Christmas Vigil family, which was kind of funny because like, we were always like the 9 a.m. Sunday mass goers, but... Then we always did the vigil masses for like the holidays, but um, yeah, I loved being Catholic. Um, growing up, I remember like how important it was for me, and like how much it influenced my decisions that I made. Um, and when I was in high school, uh, I had one of my best friends was uh, is she still is um, alive. Uh, she is non-denominational and. Her witness to her faith made me be inspired to like take that next step to be confirmed um, really take my faith as my own and um, now it's cool to go back home and like go to daily mass with my mom sometimes or um, go to adoration um, and it's just cool to like retrospectively look back and see how much of an influence it truly did have on my life and getting me to where I am now and all the little things mm -hmm. small ways of the importance that my parents put on our faith in mm -hmm. our family life. Yeah. So you mentioned adoration. Can you tell us more about that? Like, uh, currently going to adoration or? Just like adoration as a whole, like what, I guess maybe for anybody out there that's not, or if Andrew want to elaborate on this too, um, for those that may not be familiar with adoration, like oh, what is that and then okay. what kind of for you specifically like what kind of influence does adoration have for you in, in your yeah life? um so when i was a missionary at the pines the way that we described it was um like the tabernacle is like the home for um for christ and so when he's not out in adoration um he's there um he's still present and um so we still are reverent in that aspect of evil uh, in the church or in or whatever um but then in adoration when he comes out we're actually able to be in his presence um see him face to face and he's put in the monstrance which is uh like his little throne it's gold and um since he is like the, not like he is literally the king of the universe of heaven and earth um it makes sense for him to be on the throne and for us to um come to him because we um are his people and he wants to know our needs our desires uh our struggles, our hurts, our pains, and like any good king, uh, he wants to be there for us and serve us in that way. Um, and so just going and being present with him, whether that's uh, through singing praises to him or coming and crying at his feet, uh, being silent, being super vocal, <laughs> whatever works for you in that moment. Um, personally, when I started going to adoration, uh, I went for the first time when I was a freshman in high school on a retreat. And so I experienced adoration with praise and worship. So for the longest time, that's the only way that I kind of understood adoration. Um, then when I saw the beauty of sitting in the silence and sitting in the quiet um, and allowing him 
to be more vocal with me rather than <laughs> me being the one that's always talking. Um, and just hearing the small whispers, um, but also just allowing myself to be still. Because um, you know when you know someone well enough where it's not awkward to like sit in that silencing, just feel that joy in the presence of being there. Um, so I try to go to adoration as much as I can. Um, and when I go home, it's, it's always super beautiful to be able to experience adoration with family. Um, so going with my mom, uh, we'll go for a couple minutes, uh, yes, for Thanksgiving, or sometimes we'll do uh, Liturgy of the Hours. Um, yeah, just being in his presence in the joys and the struggles and remind myself not to just go and when times are hard or when times are good, but the mundane of every day. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. That's a great way to explain yeah. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, another question just kind of related to adoration we're getting from um, our viewers. Uh, do you have like a particular story of a time that, a particular kind of pr time in prayer and adoration that was impactful? Um, is there like a certain moment that kind of sticks out or has it all yeah. been impactful? Um, so the um, conference that I went to when I was in high school, um, it's called Wisconsin Catholic Youth Rally. It's for high school students. Um, I went as a freshman. I loved it. I loved the joy of the um, older high schoolers that put it on. Um, and so I applied to be on it, what was called the God Squad. And so we did skits and led in the praise and worship dances or whatever, you know, like classic ministry stuff. Um, and so we had adoration. I was a junior and um, just lots of stress with, you know, college and <laughs> school and just figuring out what I wanted to do. Um, and uh, when I had welcomed people on the bus, I'd like tripped and fell over. So I was like literally like bruised and beaten. <laughs> and I was just kneeling in adoration on the hardwood floor. And I was just like, Jesus, I hurt. Like I like physically hurt, like <laughs> spiritually I'm tired. Um, I'm so stressed out. And um, like as the monsters, was passing by, just feeling that lift from my shoulders of like him being like, I got you, I got your burdens, I'm here for you, like, you're not alone in this. Um, and just remembering that he wants to walk with me and that I didn't have to do it by myself. Um, and that was super impactful in me desiring to continue to grow my faith and continue to dive deeper into it. but also realizing after that experience that I don't always have to have an emotional encounter in adoration for me to experience Christ. Um, I know that sometimes we can get caught up in like the, oh, I gotta cry, I gotta laugh, I have to like feel something intense to have that relationship with God, but faith isn't based on the feelings that we have, it's the relationship that we have um, with God and always desiring to be closer and striving on that journey. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, a, that's a very cool story. Yeah, it's just, yeah. that's a good way to put it. Just like, you know, you, you so often like depend on the things that attract you into something or yeah. like the, the crazy feelings about things, but then it's like, no, the, it keeps going after that. Yeah. Uh, and even those, those times are almost, you know, just as important as, yeah. as the rest. The, the small mundane ones, like going back to Mother Teresa, like literally not feeling anything spiritually for like, <laughs> the last 40 or 50 years of her life, but yeah. still striving to have that close relationship with Christ. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, another question we've got coming in is, what is, um, I guess adoration is, is, is an option, but um, perhaps other than that, what's your favorite thing about being Catholic? Oh. <laughs> if you had to choose just one. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is so hard. Um, <laughs> uh, or one of your favorite things. The Mass. Um, just like, the source and the summit of our faith in receiving the Eucharist, um, body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ, um, being able to worship on earth with all the angels and the saints in heaven, um, literally singing praises to God. Um, it's like the presence in church, like I don't know how to explain it, I guess for me, I guess like it feels so different than just sitting in like a youth room and singing praise and worship, like, even if it's directed to the crucifix, like, there's that difference in the Mass for me. Um, 
And I love the saints, how we can literally ask for people who have gone before us, lived a holy, incredibly beautiful life for Christ, and they're up in heaven, well, there somewhere in heaven, um, with God and literally in his presence perpetually, and they can intercede for us with like all of our desires and mm -hmm. struggles, and they're like our friends up there, and they're advocating for us to to have that life that God wants for us and I just like I think that's so incredible and I think I take it for granted and I like see it as normal like being like oh I guess pray to St. Anthony to help me find this lost thing whereas like someone who's not Catholic or maybe not even Christian they're like what <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> I was like I got someone else up, like looking out for me <laughs> yeah got a direct one <laughs> I yeah. kind of often think about, like, in the community of saints, and it's like, oh, it's almost, like, far off, or it feels like that sometimes, but they're right with us, and it's, and I think one time I heard it explained of, like, um, people getting to the end of a race, and there's often those moments that are videoed of people, um, someone at the finish line, and you probably maybe can yeah. relate to this, um, someone getting to the finish line, and they're struggling, and there's all this, there's often those people that go and, like, finish running with them. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of almost that same thing where it's, like, the Saints, they've already crossed the finish line. Yeah. They've made it, and now they're running with us. Um, and so it's, like, running with us to help us get there, too. Yeah. Um, and they're advocating for us mm -hmm. um, to the Father of, like, okay, they're going to be okay. They're going to make it. <laughs> um, sure, they're going to fall down, but they're going to get back up. Mm -hmm. Um and we've got those people that are going to continue to run with us. Um, as much as it feels like they're very far off, they're still trying to help us cross the finish line. Yeah. They're literally there in every aspect, every moment, just desiring to help us on our journey to Christ because they know the struggles. They were human too. Yeah. They feel it. <laughs> yeah. They've been through They've been through all of it. <laughs> they've been through it all. We have another question of, for someone who, for Catholics who might be struggling right now, especially in the midst of health, social, environmental problems, how can we share hope? I know. That's a deep question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to figure this one out for us. Yeah. Oh. Don't, really <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'll take it off the plate for you. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's important to remember the issues at hand, like the big picture things but also to remember the little blessings of the day, um, the little moments, the little joys, the little victories. And um, something that I really held on to last summer um, when I worked at the Pines was uh, the phrase, cling to what is good. So that reminder to go back to the cross, um, to just be there in our pain and our in our struggle but um cling to his love that is good cling to his mercy and his glory um and know that you're not alone in this we're as a church we're there for each other um in all saints as the church but in like the universal church we're all there for each other as well um and we have the the saints to look to for that inspiration um but also not uh, getting caught up in the over-spiritualizing of it and allowing yourself to do those things that bring you joy in like the day-to-day -day life. For me, which is running or creating content, um, listening to music. I have a lot of playlists. <laughs> I love to find new songs. And so that brings me joy. Um, and not getting too down on ourselves. It's like, it's okay to have a bad day. It doesn't mean that you have a bad life. Um, it doesn't mean that we have to be stuck in that despair. Um, but it's okay to feel those things because those feelings are completely 110% valid <laughs> mm -hmm. because we all have our struggles. And right now with the whole virus, um, it's hard to to sometimes see all that, but um, just like remembering to smile, even though you can't see someone smile with a mask. But, like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> you can still smile because you can hear it in the voice of the person, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a good, I think that's a good response to that. Just remembering, like, what matters. Um, yeah. yeah. Just keeping that in your mind. 
I think what struck me when and what you said of cling to what is good mm-hmm. um, instead of cling to what is good mm-hmm. um, and just going back to the goodness of the world and like if we seek what is good we seek you know beauty and we seek truth like we're gonna yeah. find it mm-hmm. um, you know if we're looking for it if our eyes are open yeah we're more likely to find it than if it's like okay show up in my world you know and mm-hmm. If you're in tune looking for it, you're, yeah. you know, going to find it. Um, but so important, like you said, of, like, clinging to the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, because even even with the hard days, um, you know, it's, the resurrection's coming. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I like to say, like, this too shall pass. Like, it's yeah. going to pass, you know, whatever yeah. it may be. Excuse me. Even with the struggles. That's so true. And, like, even finding that person to walk with you in it, because... Christ didn't carry the cross by himself. Like mm-hmm. he had um, Simon help him at one point. He um, got the encouragement from his mother, um, from Saint Veronica. Like finding that person to also walk with you, yeah. um, to remind you of the joys, um, so that you don't get get stuck in your head and internalizing. Right, because like that's even, not good. Even Jesus didn't do it alone. Yeah, yeah. Who would you say are some people in your own life that you've? kind of, other than the saints, yeah. <laughs> you've uh, I just looked up to or learned from or leaned on at some point uh, in that journey. Definitely my mom. My mom's super holy. I hope you're still watching this, mom. I'm affirming you. Um, <laughs> she prays a lot. Um, she prays for, she reminds me to pray for the souls of purgatory. Um, reminds me to pray for the unborn. She goes, uh, she's super involved with 40 days for life. Um, she prays at abortion clinics, does sidewalk counseling. Um, and reminds me of who I am in the eyes of the Father, uh, even on days when I'm feeling really good about myself, um, especially on the days where I'm struggling, remind me that I'm loved and cared for and that he has an incredible plan for me. Um, my best friend who is uh, at Franciscan right now, she reminds me to continually run to the cross and uh, go to Christ for the filling up of my soul to remind me to fill up my cup and not just continually outpour on others. Um, loves with a heart like Mary. Um, most of the people that I worked with at camp just showed me how to strive for sainthood and holiness in the super normal parts of the day. Um, also in the exhaustion and the tiredness that you, you feel. Um, most of my time in Texas has been spent at camp so that's where a lot of my (laughs) experiences are at um but also my dad uh he has recently gotten more into his faith and so it's really cool going back to visit my family I went home for his birthday um and we like prayed a rosary in the car together um we like listened to um like uh different people talking about stuff on the faith um, on different podcasts and guess like being able to have those conversations with my dad was really cool um, and like have that male figure in my life that reminds me of the love of the father um, and I feel so blessed to have that because I know that not everyone has an incredible relationship with their dad um, so thank you Jesus <laughs> for that um, I guess I don't know they like all of them remind me of how blessed I am in the little things and guess reminding myself to be thankful in the moment they just take a step back and say okay Jesus like this is really hard right now but thank you for the opportunity that I have at All Saints for a job thank you for the community that I found here in Dallas um something as small as like thank you for the coffee this morning like (laughs) there's so many little blessings that sometimes Mm -hmm. we take for granted that was a long answer for no, yeah. like, that's okay. those are the people that yeah. <laughs> inspire that's, me. That's, 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 a really, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what other questions going You're talking about your, your various playlists on uh, <laughs> music. Is yes. something that, um, do you have like a favorite, okay, well, the question was a favorite Christian artist slash song, um, but also just like a favorite okay. genre or artist in general as well. Okay, um, um, with... Uh, Christian music uh, I've been listening to a lot of I think it's pronounced Jervis Campbell um, 
he sings a song, Teach Me to Dance. I think it's Teach Me Teach Me How to Dance, or something like that. Um, beautiful. I love Crane with that. Um, then <laughs> there's a playlist that I follow on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify user, um, it's something like uh, praise and worship songs that don't sound like Caleb and Chris Tomlin 09 had a baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fabulous. So, that's awesome. so it's like, like that's chill. as good as it gets right there. Oh, uh, fabulous. Uh, it's like some more chill, like modern songs. Um, I've really been digging, I think it's Ecclesia. They're more of like electronic, uh, some, a little bit of like spoken word in there. Um, they're also really good. Um, and uh, Stephanie Gretzinger, her newest album, that one's also hardcore good. Um, as for music in general, what I like to say is I listen to anything but polka. Okay, specifically just not Specifically polka. polka. Um, <laughs> okay. Polka is the state genre of okay. Wisconsin. Um, I've listened to it at many a parade. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll listen to like a couple songs, but it's just not really my vibe. Uh, a little too heavy on the accordion. I think the accordion is like cool, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not my vibe. I, I guess recently I've been more into like indie rock uh, really a big fan of 21 Pilots always down to listen to them um, let's see who else I don't know I like have been like shuffling my music uh, around recently um, I love Paramore uh, punk rock forever <laughs> uh, yeah but I've been recently going back into uh, listening to like chill Christian, I guess. Uh, and I'm gonna say Switchfoot has been coming up, but that's not really chill. That's like rock. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. um, I like to find music and relate it back to my faith, whether they're like outwardly Christian or they have Christian undertones in mm -hmm. in the songs. I just think that it's so present in. Pop, popular music, not necessarily like the pop genre, but music that's like circulating mm -hmm. in society right now. Um, really, in the fact of the faith, because it's cool what you can like find in music, even if you weren't intentionally looking for that. So sometimes I like have to re-listen to songs because I'm like, wait, was that about Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, one of our core team members in the high, the high school um, is an expert at finding like. Oh yeah, this song is obviously about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And like, whether yes. how ridiculous it is, yeah. sometimes it's pretty ridiculous. So just like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Question on for those that um, are still unable to attend mass, do you have any suggestions on keeping the Sabbath when it doesn't really feel like a Sunday, Ooh. when all your days are running together? Yeah, I feel that. Um, been there and done that. I don't even know what well, month it is. Yeah. I don't even know right. <laughs> is it August? Yeah. I guess um, I wasn't always good at this, like when we weren't able to go in person for mass, but actually taking the time to dress as I would if I was going into mm -hmm. church for mass rather than like <laughs> watching mass in my PJs. Um, I was very conscious about um, still not having like coffee or food like while watching mass like still keeping that reverence mm -hmm. um and to stay focused on the screen that i was watching <laughs> i um started taking notes during the homily mm -hmm. um so i could have things to actually apply to my life that week and it was actually really incredible like i was incredibly more focused during the homily than i was before covid um I'm just really praying with that. Um, my roommate and I would sometimes have conversations uh, for like a couple hours after um, mass was over about the homily or just mm -hmm. about something that was talked about during that mass. Um, but then even relating it back to uh, different things that had happened that week or things we were looking forward to. Um, and not making it like a lazy day, but making it like an intentional reflection if that makes sense mm -hmm. like spending time 
reading, whether that's scripture or a book for fun, which for me is theology, because I love theology. Um, but it can be anything. Um, spending time outside, um, like physically being present in the creation. Um, huge advocate of that. Like, I read this book one time where it was talking about how every day is like a story unfolding. Um, mm -hmm. from sunset to s sunrise to sunset um, there's the words on the pages is the wind blowing through the grass or through the leaves and the words um, the sentences are like the birds chirping the the paragraphs are the different phases of the day like the the sun moving in the sky and then it closes at sunset and like just being present in that and even like having that be something to reflect on on Sunday like I don't know, but figuring out what works best for you in your spiritual life, you know, mm -hmm. um, and what works for your reflection in your faith journey, because everyone's different, um, yeah. and working towards finding something that works for you, because yeah. my form of prayer isn't going to be the form of prayer for everyone else, same as your forms of prayer are probably different from each other, like three different forms of prayer in one room. Right. Yeah. No, I definitely think that's important. Um, you know, just making that time to like focus on the screen. And sometimes I would put it on my computer, you know, not my computer, my TV to watch mass. Sometimes mm -hmm. I would watch, intentionally watch on my phone so that mm -hmm. I didn't even have the phone accessible. Yes. Or it was like, I was mm -hmm. forced to watch it on the phone and like, you can't play with it, you know, or if I watched it on the TV, I'd make sure my phone was in the other room. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, like not having coffee, not having food during mass, um, even to like make sure, um, even if you don't get up and like, get dressed in super nice clothes just changing your clothes yes for like your day mm -hmm. clothes and you get out of okay I'm not in my pajamas watching you know Netflix or whatever yeah um and like making sure the food or like putting blankets away because mm -hmm. while you're sitting on you know you may be sitting on the couch and it's more comfortable than you know a pew at church yeah it's still not that lounge time you're being mm -hmm. more focused I've also heard of people um you know maybe lighting a candle or setting up um kind of a mini, I don't want to call it a mini altar, but, you yeah, know, bringing like in, uh, like, yeah. kind of a prayer area, like a candle and bringing in your crucifix, um, if you have any other holy items or rosary or, you know, just kind of giving you a focal point um, and making it feel more, um, more like you're at Mass. Um, and then I agree, like, keeping the day just kind of more resting. Um, I was resting on one Sunday and I was like, gosh, I feel like I'm being lazy. And my roommate said, no, you're resting. Like, <laughs> Americans don't know how to rest. Yeah, and she was like, take a break. you're not sitting there, you know. And I'd watch a TV show or something, and then I'd get up and, like, do the dishes or whatever. And mm -hmm. But it was just kind of all at my own. It wasn't like I'm rushing through the day. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to do this at my own pace and kind of moving slower. But we really don't know how to do that as um, as Americans because it's constant. Yeah. Like, okay, go, 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 go. And, mm -hmm. you know. Just kind of taking that step back and being a little bit slower in our pace of the day, I think, definitely helps. If you're watching and you have other suggestions of how to keep the Sabbath holy um, at home, please feel free to put them in the comment section. Um, I know um, even if you are able to get out to Mass, sometimes it's a struggle. Um, sometimes in my own life of, like, how do I really keep the Sabbath holy um, when there is so much going on around us? Um, it's always important to to kind of take that step back and make sure that we are keeping the Lord's day that way. Yeah. One of the things that I'd like to add, that I know we're getting close to time here, um, it's just, uh, I, I must have my family in town, and so like going and spending, I don't live with them at the moment, so like going and spending like Sunday Eve with them at the moment, so like going and spending like Sunday evening with my parents, like having dinner mm -hmm. with them, that makes it feel like, not only it just makes it feel more special, but it's the sort of thing where like you, it, it's a, like spending the time with your family, even with just other friends, you know, it's like it's it can be a um, intentionally kind of centering thing, yeah. sort of thing that connects you to the things that, that you care about in your life. Um, and whether you know you have your family in town or not, you know, finding those those people or just those those spaces during yeah. that day can be, for me, has been a good thing too. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Let's see. As we come to the end here, do you have a favorite feast day? Feast day, huh? Um. <laughs> Oh, duh, of course I do. Um, <laughs> the Transfiguration. Oh. Yeah. Why is um, that? 
I guess like the the gospel reading or I guess like scripture reading um, just how like the disciples that were there were like but like let's just stay here with you like you're literally like radiating love and like glory like I guess let's make tents and like have people come up and see you and Christ is like no like you have this experience like now you have to go out and share like my story like my love my mercy like my desire to be close with everyone um like not just keeping it for yourself um and I don't know I guess reminding me to go out and evangelize and live my faith but then also Christ glorifies himself and like can be transfigured before us in every aspect of the day and it's kind of like hard to always have that mentality every day um but like I've said before there's just so many little blessings that we sometimes overlook um so I like to reread the transfiguration every once in a while and I'm like oh Jesus you're calling me out (laughs) 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 dang it okay yes I understand (laughs) Um, get it fine be that way (laughs) um, I guess like I guess like it's a beautiful image of him wanting to be close to us always um, and have us be his hands and feet and not always have him necessarily have to go out and knock someone off a horse like St. Paul Um, but like we can go out and evangelize and share his story and bring souls to him because that's what he desires (laughs) so as we approach and here, one thing we've done the past weeks is a lightning round of questions. So <laughs> that is the right response. But I, have a question. I have a question first before we go into sure. the lightning okay. round. Okay. First, if you want to stand up and show our viewers your pants, because they're asking. <laughs> um, that they're And they're saying that they're super cute. Um, okay. And one of our dear friends, Catherine, wants to know where you got your pants okay, from. Okay, let me stand up. I'll do a little, okay, here a little fashion show. Um... They are super cute, by the way. It's on the right here. They're really cute. Okay, there you go. Um, I am not a model. I don't know how to (laughs) properly model things. That was good. Um, Let's see. They're um, Liz something. I don't remember what the brand is. Um, I think I got them from Macy's. I got them for a job interview. And um, I'm not really a pink person, but I kind of liked them. They're not pink. They're salmon. Thank you. Thank you. They're salmon. I'm not wearing salmon. pink right now. You're not wearing pink. You're wearing salmon. Um, or you're wearing yeah. coral. You're not wearing That's pink. That's true. They're like stretchy too. You can't really see it, but like, I'm going to be pulling I feel like I need to go to Macy's. Hey, Catherine, you want to go to Macy's? <laughs> <laughs> We're going shopping, Catherine. When do you want to go? When are you free? Um, but yeah, so let's roll into our, I'm okay, super I'm just ready. pumped that you've done this guess today. like, um, like, so so we'll go you, and then we'll go Andrew, and then we'll come to me. Okay. Um, and then we'll have a few announcements, and then we'll roll out of here okay. as we're clocking on uh, 12 o'clock. But anyway, um, lightning round. Here we go. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Uh, coffee. Coffee. Right. Superman or Batman? Captain America. <laughs> Yay! Fair. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Batman, but okay. <laughs> I think the boss is somewhere around, so I'm gonna say Batman. Um, do you know Magnolia? Like Magnolia Market? No? Okay, never mind. Um, donuts or ice cream? Ice cream. Donuts. Ice cream. Both are good. Yeah. Um, would you rather fly or be invisible? I'm scared of heights, so invisible. <laughs> I'm gonna say fly, but that's a good point. <laughs> um, invisible. Would you rather sleep with your shoes and socks on, or all the lights on? Shoes and socks. I'm gonna say lights. What? Oh, How? Lights I, I do that enough accidentally already. No. That, like it wouldn't. <laughs> Pull the blanket over my head. Yeah, uh, but. Um, would you rather explore space or under the sea? Space, big space girl. I'm gonna also say space. I'm gonna go with under the ocean. Under, under, um, the, in under the, the sea. sea. In the ocean. Under the sea. Under the sea, just under the ocean. And it's the ocean. Huh. Uh, 
Sorry. Um, <laughs> would you rather eat their, like, having their own little conversation? Um, eat the same thing every day for lunch or something different every day? I like to explore. I'd say something different. I'm also going to go with something different. Same thing. Just in case it's same not thing. something good. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> then I can anticipate what's going to be had the next day. But what if you don't know? What, what if, if you... it's like, surprise? This no, 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 but it's the same thing every day. What if it's oh, awful? Oh, 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 that's true. Yeah, okay, yeah, but you get to like, choose what it is? Yeah, you get to choose what it is. You oh, just no. have to eat the same thing every day. So I could have pizza every day. Yeah. But like, once you eat <laughs> something different, it's off the menu. So once you eat pizza, it's over. Never again. For like a year. <laughs> Never again. Okay, would you rather always have an itch or always have a cough? I would say in the current state of the world, I want it to be an itch. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want people to think I have COVID because I am COVID free. <laughs> I'm saying, yes, itch. Um, would you rather have an adult brain in a child's body or a child's brain in an adult's body? Uh... I would maybe say adult brain in child's body because then, like, I could just, I feel like I could do more things as a child body <laughs> than I could as an adult just because they can, like, move around so much. Yeah, no, I agree. No, uh, I think I'm going to do the same thing. Me too. Adult brain, child's body. Um, would you rather have your grandmother's hairstyle or her first name? Oh, her first name, Mary. That'd be a that'd nice, be nice. Holy name. Yep. Um,. We can go with your grandfathers. Right. I, I think I'm going to go or with grandmas. You can go with grandmas. <laughs> if it's, actually, both of my grandfathers have really great hair, so I'm going to I'm going to stick with with their hairstyle. With their hair. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fair. My, one of my grandfathers had like this. I mean, in his prime, had like a huge head of hair. Um, that I think my brother inherited. Because <laughs> if his hair starts getting longer, it gets really like big, and you're like, you have good hair. Um, would you rather always talk in rhyme or sing when you speak? Oh, sing when I speak. <laughs> <laughs> I already, already, like, already like, kind of do that. <laughs> I like, awesome. randomly sing things. And, yeah, and I I'm, realize that's not normal. Yeah, that's, that's not normal. I'm going to do that as well. As long as it's, I can sing well. What about you, yeah, Andrew? In tone, you know? Yeah, I'm going to go singing. In pitch. Yeah. Would you rather always have the same song stuck in your head or always have the same dream at night? Same... I was so confident, now I just switched my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say same song, but then you can get so annoyed with it. Because, like, you know, when you have a song on repeat so frequently because you love it so much, then you start to hate it. Yeah. Uh, I would still do song. I love music too much. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm going to go with the same dream. I think I would go with dream. Because it can go, like, hopefully it's not a bad dream. Because dream means good dream. Well, you have the same dream every night. Yeah. Okay, last one. I just made it. Would you rather be able to talk to the animals? Would you rather be able to talk to the animals or speak every language? <laughs> oh, that's so hard. Um, <laughs> I think it would be really cool to speak every language. I also say every language. That would just be... Because every language would include animals. Ah. Dogs. Specifically. Smart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone around the question. Because it's a language. <laughs> sort of. Well, then I guess I want to speak every language. I think I would say I'd want to talk to animals, but if talking to animals in, is included in speaking every language, then I'm going to speak every language. I would say that that's a language in itself, because dog is a language. Yeah, and I like I low and low more every day. <laughs> because I'm, I have a dog, and sometimes I need to just speak. I know. Like if I could understand what she was saying some days, we'd, we'd be on better terms than we are some days. Yeah. Today we were great because she like went out and went to the bathroom and then went straight to her kennel lighting with the cellar. I was like, you are on, you're on a roll, sister. Yesterday was National Dog Day. That's why. That's why. <laughs> that is why. That is why. Well, thank you so much for being with us. It was great yeah, to have you. It was fun. Yeah. Great conversation. Thanks to all those out there for, um, for joining us, um, for your questions. We're always grateful for your presence and your feedback. Um, we love having you with us. Um, if you have suggestions on topics or speakers, speakers, guests, um, words that we should learn. Uh, <laughs> that one, we need those. <laughs> sorry. Coffee. I'm still working on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, we are always grateful for your presence. We're always grateful for your prayers. Um, 
Speaking of prayers, Andrew, you want to close us in prayer? That would be great. As I Good segue. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Almighty uh, God, we thank you for this chance for us to be together. We thank you for all the blessings that you give us in our lives. Thank you for um, the opportunity to get to know you in prayer and to see you and each other in fellowship. We ask that you would bless us, bless all those who are suffering at this time or who are in danger in any way, especially those suffering uh, from the coronavirus and those of the coast. Um, just help them and all of us to always trust that you're with us and um, to always seek what you want for our lives. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again, love. Glad, you guys, again. glad you're here. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back next week, 11 a.m.